Namaste. Welcome to the Indian Wellness Podcast by Vitality Hours. Here we talk about all things wellness from the great Indian sciences, Ayurveda and astrology to natural beauty, alternate medicine, holistic healing and a whole lot more. Join Carol and me Nadia as we explore the best tools and practices that ensure you look good, live better and feel great. What is your take on supplements for beauty? You know, hair, skin, that kind of thing. So I love supplementation. Um and I was put on supplements uh, for the endometriosis mm-hmm. uh by an integrative medicine doctor and she put me on high dose of Welcome to the Indian Wellness Podcast by Vitality Hours. Today we're discussing beauty inside out with Vasudha Rai. Vasudha is a beauty savant, a journalist and an author. Her best-selling book Glow gives a lowdown on Indian foods, recipes and rituals for beauty. She's in the know of all the age-old as well as the latest trends and topics in beauty, and today we talk all beauty with her. looking good inside and out so vasudha in your opinion what makes someone beautiful you were chatting about this a little bit earlier nadia and i really feel like ultimately it's all about energy it's like uh the person who is truly beautiful in my eyes would be somebody that i spend time with and i feel good after they leave right mm-hmm. um of course i mean you know your your traditional beauty is like symmetry of features all of that those are things that, that attract us to a person but um i feel like energy makes up for any sort of perhaps physical flaws True. um yeah ultimately everything is about energy perfect okay um you know everything i mean as mundane as this would sound um everything that we do you know our thoughts what we put in our mouth our eating habits our beauty regimen all of this uh reflects on our faces and there's only that much that your features and products applied like right now you said can do uh what do you do on a daily basis for that inner radiance is there a spiritual practice that you follow there's lots of things uh but before we get into that i just want to read this lovely quote by coco chanel uh she said that nature gives you the face you have at 20 life shapes the face you have at 30 but at 50 you get the face you deserve so um i feel like you know the way you are as a person does reflect on your face uh in many ways but coming to your question uh what i do is that i have a lot of practices actually and you know i'm privileged in that sense that i do have the time and wellness and beauty is work for me so if I'm, if i'm indulging in a massage i'm just doing my work right it's not like i'm not taking time away from my work i don't have any kids so um that way i i have the privilege of time and i utilize it but uh, this is also one way to show people that there is another way so i have like a very um uh extensiveish routine depending on like the kind of phase i am in life right um so these days it's the uh, you know i i wake up in the morning i spray my eyes with rose water um then i'll have my you know i have like this ayurvedic immunity powder i have that um i'll have my chai and like you know i need my caffeine in me like i i do like traditional practices but i have my own way of doing it so i have my chai and my dry fruits and then i sit down for my yoga and that's fine so you have what works for you and I think that's yeah. that's important like your peace of mind what makes you happy exactly and like you know there used to be a time when i used to 
torture myself to do like uh, an hour long meditation mm-hmm. and i'd be like i could see myself getting frustrated while i'm doing it and i would just be like no this is what i have to do and i have to do about these many malas and whatever but you know now i've reached a stage where i do the bare minimum mm-hmm. especially when i am like i just wrapped up my book so okay. if i sit so for book number 2 is coming out yes it's coming out in october so if i am going to sit and like think about my book for an hour that meditation is going to tire me out so now now i have like two parts which i do and there's this mantra that i'm supposed to repeat nine times if on a good day i feel like okay i can do 108 of this mantra i do it is a very long mantra otherwise i do my two parts i repeat that mantra mantra nine times after my bath i do this my meditation is finished i am not pressurizing myself to do anything more because ultimately it's like you know if you uh, if you have a spiritual practice that is stressing you out because of lack of time you know it's affecting that stress is also affecting your hormones it's like you know the worst kind of ego is spiritual ego the worst kind of stress is a spiritual stress so i have simplified my meditation practice i feel like i'm more of a physical person you know i love working out i've always like enjoyed activity and whatever uh, so i have like a lovely yoga practice in the morning i usually do a moon sequence which is very restorative which is a lot of back bends and 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 you know uh, hip openers because you know i have suffered endometriosis for so many years in my life and you know everything becomes kind of you know because you always like fold it forward because of the of the pain so you need like the hip openers you need the back openers so i do like a lovely moon sequence theme thing in the morning uh you know i have whatever breakfast or fruit something light um and then evening is my workout throughout the day i eat very normally you know like i mean simple foods is is that yeah, what normal yeah 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 just home cooked roti dal chawal you know buttermilk yeah, normal simple food. Simple seasonal food. food seasonal food simple food from Small good weather, places yes. buttermilk will, will be from a really good place mm-hmm. good quality food uh in the evening i've started loading up on protein because now i've started <laughs> going to the gym yes. and i love it yeah, it's totally uh, based on your lifestyle and what also yeah. you're feeling at a certain time in your life right it's phases your body requires protein and sometimes it just requires energy and and carbs are okay yeah and um, yeah. as long as they're complex carbs and you're not putting in like you know like junk food no, no, that, no, that no, kind no, of carb no, is different no, 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 no. so so just just to clarify that but otherwise basically you're listening to your body which is a yeah kind of yeah i mean i don't ever food. fall for like trends like be it fashion or like i you know i'll never wear those like cycling shorts or there's a few things that have net jeggings i've never worn uh, so intermittent fasting i tried like once or twice it didn't really work for it me work. It, it, that's nice to know cuz when i hear so many people saying that they're intermittent fasting like it's like the holy real or being healthy or like losing weight or like somehow having better energy levels but it did not work for me as well mm. and and it is it does not have to work for everyone so i yeah. think uh, if it's not working for you it is okay it's only yeah. normal one has to use their mind you know nowadays i feel like there are so many experts online i just feel like people just rely too much on the, the these experts and then the experts are blamed because so and so was doing it like this it didn't work for me so she is to blame i think the experts are just to or experts or bloggers or influencers whoever you may see like everybody does things according to what they feel is right they may not be wrong so you have you also have to use your mind and see like they can tell you about a trend but you have to decide whether you're going to follow it perfect and 
makes complete sense. I think you have to listen, start listening to your body and that that's the greatest wellness practice yeah. you can indulge in. And I like to wake up in time and sleep on time. I'm so very I'm anal about that. So that is one good tip you say for like good skin and hair health. Yeah, yeah. And you know, yeah, quietly, like, you know, I read somewhere that you you save up to four hours uh, mm-hmm. when you don't say bye in a party. So okay. just... <laughs> okay. I, I do that often. But I'm always in two minds, no? Like, uh, but you know, to do like, or not to do. Uh, the thing is that you just need to find practices that will fill you with peace. It could be working for an hour in the gym, listening to music. It could be anything. Because ultimately, like, you know, you see the studies on meditation. Uh, anything that, you know, um, de-stresses you, like, especially for meditation, if it's not stressing you out, it comes eczema and psoriasis and all those kind of things. So whatever, like, however peaceful you can, and it's not possible for everyone, you can make your life, your skin will thank you for it. Perfect. So... You know, like, there's only that much that products and makeup can do. Of course, there's a lot, like, outwardly flaws that they can cover up to a certain extent. But like you said right now, you know, if you have internal trauma and if you have, if you're sad, if you're depressed, if you're bitter, there's ugliness from inside, it does reflect outwards. Um, So do you practice, like you said, you practice mindfulness, gratitude, purity of intentions, and that's very crucial. Um, I want to know a little bit about, you know, if you're not doing it in a stressful manner, like you said, meditation, because uh, that seems to be your spiritual practice, right? Um, have you ever taken a before or after? Like, have you seen how it actually changes, let's say, your outward appearance after doing so? Well, it's not immediate, but certainly I have seen a huge change. So I used to have like really bad rosacea, really bad, you know? I mean, my skin would flare up like that and ever since I started meditating like I mean I, I've tried every sort of every, every type of meditation I've tried like different types of yoga I do Reiki like I love spiritual practices and you know and ever since I've tried like uh, these spiritual practices and like I know how to get into the zone uh, it's, it's you know it's, I've, I've heard it like a very uh, interesting term lately and it's a term like everything else you know uh, but it, if it puts the point across it helps it's called the alpha state of mind right yes it's when you're in the flow exactly. and uh, exactly. if you're working you're working better if you're working out you're working out better if you're out at a party you're just in the in, in that space exactly so just having your present energy you're absolutely so if you can switch right. it on and off yeah. I think that is one thing that you learn to do with 100%. discipline and meditation and 100% just, uh, okay. I actually didn't think of it like this you know yeah. my healer used to tell me like I was like what, what kind of meditation do you do and what do you practice she's like I'm always meditating true so that's what and she now, means, right? and, and now that you have mentioned it, it kind of makes me realize, okay, I'm not always meditating. I can really lose my shit. But like most often, like when I'm doing my, you know, my my yoga flow, I'm like that. When I'm doing my work, I'm like that. I feel like age also has a lot to do with it because I really pick my battles. Mm. You know, I don't like to get into arguments with people. I'm like, huh, you are absolutely right. I am completely wrong. <laughs> so that is my meditation nowadays. Okay, this is a very interesting question. Do you engage with crystals for beauty? Because there are certain crystals that are known for like, you know, beauty or like a certain state of mind or to enhance things physically. Mm -hmm. Amethyst for one, Mm -hmm. and there are a few others. Um, are you a crystal person? Because beauty is your space. So I I do make a correlation and then choose crystals. 
you know i have never actively used a crystal for beauty but i do feel like everything has an effect on everything right mm-hmm. like my room is filled with crystals i have clear quartz everywhere i burn camphor everywhere i used to wear a lot of crystals but you know i mean i'm just taking it a, a break from them and i and i'm exactly i'm wearing the navrat that's why i was going to uh, going to say that i'm wearing my navratan to sort of like whatever um so I don't know about beauty but uh, I really felt like twice twice I had like pretty phenomenal experiences with crystals once was when I had like this upset stomach like doctors couldn't figure out what the hell was happening with me when I couldn't figure out then my my uh, my healer made me wear citrine and it really helped uh, you know I mean heal my stomach oh, really? I was absolutely fine yeah actually, it was a long citrine mala that actually touched my solar plexus this is just my personal experience. no no but it's it's, it's amazing because Ayurveda actually talks about this it talks about uh, gemology or crystals and how uh, they work a of course astrologically because astrology yeah. and Ayurveda are sister sciences but also how it kind of certain crystals calm your um, doshas right like your vat, mm. pit, kaf and then that governs it could be your digestion it could be another yeah. s- certain physical ailment yeah. so how it can actually change things physically for you yeah. so Ayurveda actually talks about that so you've had an experience in that which is amazing yeah and also like I felt like uh, you know my healer he gave me like some um, What's that orange colored carnelian, right? Yes. Yeah. So I I wore that for a long time till the time I healed from endometriosis. Of course, there's I did a lot of things for endometriosis. Everything helped, but I feel like the crystals also like they really helped. I've never tried one for beauty mm-hmm. specifically, mm-hmm. but just like crystals, they just they just uh, create such a meditative, such a peaceful atmosphere in your room that uh, it can't help but affect the skin, right? True. Actually, a peace of mind is the state of your skin in some exactly. aspects. In most aspects, most aspects, peace is so important. You can eat unhealthy, you can you can do whatever. But if you're just like, if you just if you just have peace of mind, that really like most of the problems that we have, it all begins from stress, whether it's like beauty or health. Sure. Let's talk a little bit about ingestible and digestible beauty. I know your book Glow talks a lot about you know foods um, that are for beauty and for looking better and for hair and for skin. Tell me your three picks, you know, food-wise um, for hair and beauty. Um, uh, for herbs to eat, I like um, ghee. You know, ghee shots in the morning mm-hmm. is always really. I, I've been, I've been doing that yeah. recently. And uh, even uh, aloe vera in the morning, mm-hmm. it really helped improve my skin. Like aloe vera shots in the morning. Um, and the third thing that I love in winter is just having like avla shots. And these are pretty easily available, right? So just very Indian. Yeah, you have to wash it thoroughly and remove that or that yellow yellow bit. All these three are very yeah. Indian and easy to find yeah. in every household. Has them. You just have to be a little bit careful. Yeah. I think with the ghee factor that you're having, like an A2 ghee, perhaps if you're having it yeah. first thing in the morning, as opposed to like a mother dairy ghee. Yeah, something. And I do that especially when you know. I mean, I, I add like a pinch of haldi in it, and this I learned from my yoga guru Seema Sondi. Like especially when I have like the yoga injuries, you don't know where where the injuries, you know, but it's like kind of going down your leg or whatever. True. So then I just add a pinch of like haldi and like a little bit of pepper and I just ingest. Interesting. I I have been using like a pinch of black salt because it just makes it digest. I saw your video. Yeah. yeah. So I've been yeah. doing that because. Yeah. With you know, with the with the winter in the winter it was fine. In the summer I felt like I needed a little something to make it a little bit more digestible, and that's right. been working pretty well for me. 
Okay, nice to know. I, I completely agree with your three because this is something that I consume also myself. Yeah, and you can use utilize the early morning for so many things, or even like you know having tulsi pattas in the morning. You know, such a good attack. And and what what is okay? But what does that work for? Like, is it directly? I mean, uh, um, you know, I mean, uh, especially when I feel like you know it's changing, it's changing seasons, and I'm really pr- prone to allergies, so I have tulsi patta because it's like a decongestant, yes. and uh, so I have like Very four or five. Long exactly. So I have. that during changing season just have like five leaf five of those leaves and just you know i mean yeah So this is almost. I mean, it seems that you're very influenced by Ayurveda because there's a lot of like you know eating and um, using adaptogens and herbs. Yeah. With the change of the season, because yeah. that seems to be like yeah. a very strong pillar of Ayurvedic lifestyle. Yes. So you practice that. I practice a lot of things that have to do with Ayurveda, like the whole thing about like you know the West saying no oil, no oil, oil is bad for you, oil. Like I love my oils. I drench myself in oils, also because I'm bata down. Outside, both. Both inside and out, but obviously like up to a limit mm-hmm. inside, you know. Uh, and healthy oils, I think that's always key. Like nothing, nothing refined. We have uh, you know either coconut or ghee or mustard oil. You know sometimes um, cold pressed olive or avocado. Uh, but nothing, nothing. This thing, but uh, yeah, I mean, Ayurveda is a huge part of it. Um, oiling my hair twice a week. I mean, Nadia, would you believe that um, I used to have seborrheic dermatitis for the longest time? I used to wash my hair with an anti-dandruff shampoo every day. I have done that also because I've suffered from eczema. Exactly, like hypertha people, they usually have that, yes, right? Yes, I have. Like I've been told, I have hypertha. So exactly. So uh, and then after I quit my job, uh, I thought, okay, I'll give oil another chance. And thrice a week, I would oil my hair, and I would just keep it for like maybe an hour, then two hours, then three hours, and I would wash it initially with uh, anti-dandruff shampoo. And it's been six years since I've been oiling my hair. I do not have seborrheic dermatitis anymore. I did not. I don't use any. I use I use Clinique Plus shampoo, yeah, to wash my hair now. You know, it's become that basic. The only thing that I do is just oil it regularly. Now that's my story. Also, like I mean, once you quit your job, then your eating habits also become much better, right? You're not going out, especially in the fashion magazine. You're out every night. There's always an event and stuff. So that also had to do with it. Yes. But this was quite incredible, you know. That's amazing. I lo- I love like the whole mantra of like keeping it simple because I think beauty has become uh, amazing but very complicated these days. Amazing, but since we're talking, since we're on the topic of oils, uh, what is your take on a good fat to nourish the cells and the tissues and to keep the face and the body more youthful and supple? Um, of course, the best source in my um, in my mind is uh, Etu ghee and virgin coconut oil, which is a little bit different from your traditional coconut oil. It just means like your green coconut, which is a lot lighter. To kind of you know when you flavor is different, it's a lot lighter. Um, what is yours? Is that a specific or to apply to, to both? So I wouldn't put like I've tried putting ghee on my face, but it only works in winter, mm-hmm. you know. But in summer, it like clogs my pores. Mm-hmm. And even coconut oil, I'll use it for a body massage, but not for a face massage. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are great fats to to ingest. To, to that's ingest. What I use them for. Yeah, personally. yeah. And like you know, coconut oil is so good, so good. It's also so good for digestion, right? You have metabolism, which a lot of people yeah. are scared of, like using yeah. oils because they think they'll somehow put on weight. But they help. Yeah, they help. Uh, I mean, provided they are good quality oils, yes. and the rest of your and, and you're not 
you know having oil and on top of that a burger yes. right so uh, it all has to be in balance you have to see that okay i've had bill i'm not going to you know have a packet of fries along. and also it's not along with the food you know it's when you're on an empty stomach and yeah, it has to so be done in a certain it, manner it can do its job yes, and it yeah digest and lubricate and absolutely yeah yes. but for the face uh, i mean i do a daily face massage and i will say nadia that my beauty is very complicated because i'm always researching new things right so i do a morning face massage and my favorite all time favorite for face massage is moringa oil followed by walnut oil uh, walnut oil if it's like uh, not very good quality can sting the eyes really badly but if it's good quality organic walnut oil it will not uh, but moringa moringa that way is my all time favorite for face massage now this is a very interesting uh, topic for most what is your take on supplements for beauty you know hair skin that kind of thing so i love supplementation um and i was put on supplements uh, for the endometriosis mm-hmm. uh by an integrative medicine doctor and she put me on high dose omega 3 she's put me on high dose vitamin d and of course like you know i was talked to dr chaitra on her live uh, many months back and she said something very interesting that you know every supplement you should take a break from it for uh after 3 months yes. because you know otherwise your body gets used to it but so that's what i do i i sort of um i keep changing up my supplements but i love omega 3 i love vitamin d a lot of people don't realize like how important vitamin d is for the skin's health i mean vitamin d is the other thing that really helped calm down my re- my skin and the redness and just made it moist and plump uh omega it's new because you hear about magnesium vitamin c antioxidants i mean um people forget that a lot of minerals are very important but vitamin d is something people don't I'm really surprised though I'm really surprised though I don't I don't know why people don't talk about this much because dermatologists they all know this and they've spoken to me about it uh vitamin d is so so important for that suppleness you know otherwise you kind of get like this irritated uh, you know slightly breaking out sort of skin uh and vitamin d helps resolve all of that and if you see like i mean i'm no expert or whatever but i've seen in my friends like who've had irritated skin they always had like low levels of vitamin d so i love my supplements i also take the supplement called n acetyl cysteine yes. nac yes. which is yes. supposed to be really really good for uh, this thing uh, for endometriosis now there's two kinds of nacs the one that's available in india the the fizzy one that's really good for respiratory problems and there's some research done on it for covid yes. and whatever yes. so yes. but you know i don't it's it's, it's an antioxidant or it kind of a precursor also to, to glutathione. glutathione yes exactly so uh, my god how much <laughs> you know because actually it's also like i don't know if you're going to get to that it is like a thing for the skin because yeah. i have known this like ages ago yeah. when i was you know trying it out i've tried a lot yeah um but yeah i want to know your take on nac so i i just take nac i just took nac for uh, the endometriosis and the nac that i took was capsules that you get abroad like either yes. solgar or pure pure encapsulations mm-hmm. and uh, you know uh, there was an italian study that was done uh, and according to that study I was taking it and it really helped ease my some symptoms and whatever. Also again really wonderful for skin because yes. glutathione is like the most powerful antioxidant, yes. right? So all these things are really good for our skin and also like okay, you can also get all these things from food, right? I mean there's so many people who are saying that you actually don't need supplements because ultimately your liver and kidneys have to process. A lot of, a lot of your that natural um you know beauty, yeah, that say um experts 
have that, right? Like yeah. that you, you, this versus that and you're okay with. And that's with. fair enough. And that's fair enough. They're absolutely right in whatever they're saying. But like everybody has to decide what works for them, right? So the way I see it is that most of the food that is grown around me is probably not the best quality and is sprayed and whatever so the same orange that would be packed with vitamin C or the same guava I mean guava is much more you know rich in vitamin C than yeah if that is packed in Amla salad may not be that potent so uh, you know a little bit of supplements you take a little bit of breakfast from supplements everybody it's your own body you treat it the way you want to treat it your body will send you the signal when it doesn't like something so uh, yeah I'm very much in tune with my body and I speak from my body's experience and for the, and in that supplements have uh, have really helped but I keep switching it up like now uh, I'm taking a break also from supplements because it's too hot except collagen of course which I love by the way look at my no, no, that is that is my next question to you about yeah. collagen so um, it is the biggest trend beauty yeah. trend right now yeah. um, in the last few years is it a yay or nay from your end because in my experience or I experience uh, a lot of them are very processed powders mm -hmm. uh, they're very acidic for the body and not as bioavailable as it's claimed on uh, you know on your label and um, oftentimes you could be doing you could end up doing more damage to your body vis-a-vis um, -vis the good that it's doing because you're, if you're having one you know a particular mineral or a supplement uh, vitamin in isolation it doesn't work as well as if you were to have it in a wholesome food source given to you by nature so um, that is something that I want to kind of understand from you better and when you overloading on one of these vitamin and minerals it can be counterproductive that's my thought I have however used collagen supplements in the past yes you know you do see a certain change in the skin it does gives you you know good energy levels but um, how much of a crusader are you for the collagen? See, I mean, like, I completely agree with what you say, that natural foods and everything, but like, you know, bone broth takes six hours to make. Chicken prone bone broth, you know, uh, paya soup will take eight hours to make. And I've done that. I have, I have made my own bone broth and literally that was so beautiful. It'll come out like, a, you know, like a, like a gelatinous yes. slice of pie, right? That's, that's just a sign that it's well made. Exactly. So, but the thing is that, it just didn't, um, it just wasn't sustainable for me, you know, uh, because I'm doing so many other things. Imagine me with all my time, it wasn't sustainable for me. Um, so, you know, I tried collagen and um, the thing is that um, there's so much, I mean, I'm living in a city which is full of pollutants. Sure. I'm eating food which is full of fertilizers. I think I can find a good quality collagen and have. So what is a good quality collagen? So I would, see, as far as supplements go, anything in ingestibles in general, I um, I don't want to save my money. I'm going to go and buy the best. best quality. So, you know, I was talking to my friend uh, who's, who's in her 50s and she's tried everything from eyelid lift to you know, neck, mm -hmm. uh, a neck lift mm -hmm. to everything you can imagine. Okay. And she swears, swears by collagen. She's like, that really works. That helped my skin, that helped my hair. And somebody who's, who's been under the knife to say that. And so then anyway, I started taking, I take the vital proteins, grass fed. Yes. I take the bovine collagen. Um, yeah. And you know, look at these nails. You know, my nails would always chip. Look at that. They look like extensions, yeah, you know, they they're like steel. Yes, they look fake. <laughs> no, but they're not. They're real. So that's a sign it's working. Yeah, exactly. So, um, 
So, 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 so like a good quality collagen is something that you do yeah. recommend for skin yeah. and hair health yeah. and nail yeah. health. Yeah. And like, you know, I mean, it's again, it's it's your body and what you want to put in it. You don't you don't feel comfortable. Don't do anything just because somebody else is asking you to do, right? I mean, for me, I feel comfortable putting collagen inside it. I did a post on collagen, and a lot of girls said that it really helped them. I also take liposomal vitamin C, by the way. And the other day, I thought I was coming down with some sniffles. I took one sachet of that vitamin C, and I was fine. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I I do a lot of ingestibles and supplements. What can I say? Okay, so you're for them. That's great. Just good quality supplements, good quality, in your opinion, seem to balance, work. Balance. Don't have too many at a time. Take breaks. You know, just just use your common sense. True. Because when you're having calcium, you need to have magnesium because otherwise it's not digesting the calcium. The same is with iron and like vitamin C. So if you're just a little bit mindful, yeah. it is a little complicated. But if a good supplement company or like a health food maker is keeping that in mind, then they yeah. would have figured those formulations out. Also, you have to be mindful about everything, right? I mean, us eating our ghee shots. Yes. You know, or like That's I said, if you're having like refined oil shots, or you know, your refined ghee shot, it's it's. Uh, or it's if you, really or benefit. if you have clogged arteries, you don't want to do ghee shots at all, or coconut oil, no matter how healthy. If you have a cholesterol problem, you exactly. have to be careful. So you know, I mean, everything has to be done with a certain amount of mindfulness. We could be completely wrong. We could have been complete, proven completely wrong because that's the way. It, Works right. I mean, 20 years back, sugar, fat was the enemy. Now, fat is being celebrated. And they've so, just completely also like uh, you know um, cut out the whole concept of cholesterol. Like, because earlier there was so much of like, your this is bad for your cholesterol. Now they just say it's bad fat and good fat. Yeah. And your cholesterol is only bad cholesterol if you're having the bad kind of fat. But yeah. otherwise, it does not matter. Like your whole like don't have the yellow of the egg and all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so that said, yellow of the egg or egg in general, if not from a good source, is highly allergenic. Yeah, yeah, it so, is. So, so you have it to is. use it your yeah. better sense. But I sense. have my, uh, my my two or three. No, I love egg, uh, yeah. but uh, I, don't I like just it, try but to I have it because okay. after I do my weight training, I okay. need my protein. I become <laughs> that kind of person. <laughs> I mean, it's an easy source of protein, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and our conversation continues in part two which is on alternate beauty therapies and anti-aging with Vasudha Rai. Catch that if you enjoyed today, so tune into that. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Namaste.